You're listening to MC Exodus Podcast with your host, Michael Conteus. Christian Talk. Bible Studies with Commentary. I highly encourage you to download this podcast and share it. Get this message out there. Okay, everyone, welcome back. Uh, In this episode, I'm going to be discussing Ecclesiastes chapter 5, Approaching God with Care. And this is a good message because I don't believe a lot of people are doing that. Um, when they're going into prayer, when they're walking their daily life, do they approach God with care? So let's take a look in verse 1. As you enter the house of God, keep your ears open and your mouth shut. It is evil to make mindless offerings to God. Don't make rash promises and don't be hasty in bringing matters before God. After all, God is in heaven and you are here on earth. So let your words be few. In verse 3, too much activity gives you restless dreams and too many words makes you a fool. Now let's stop right there before verse 4 and take a look at what he is discussing right here. Is don't be coming to God with rash promises. Oh, I'm going to fast today. Um, and then you're not going to fast. Oh, I'm going to do this for you, God. And then you don't do it. Don't go to him and do those things. Don't come up with all these elaborate prayers and don't 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 do all these things like that um, before the Lord unless you are truly meaning these things and them and follow through with them. Take a look right here in verse four. When you make a promise to God, don't delay in following through, for God takes no pleasure in fools. You see that? God takes no pleasure in fools. Keep all the promises you make to him. It is better to say nothing than to make a promise and do not keep it. Don't let your mouth make you sin. And don't defend yourself by telling the temple messenger that the promise you made was a mistake. See, so so saying, oh, you know, you get guilty because you didn't do this promise. And then, wow, I should have never done that. I should have never told you that, God. Um, Because take a look right here, for that would make God angry and he might wipe out everything you have achieved. So he might wipe out everything you have achieved thus far. Take a look at that. God is the controller here. Remember, God is in charge, not you. So he might just wipe out everything you got. If you're not keeping your promises, telling him that it's mistakes for, for wanting to do something good for God. For, for making a promise to him. Lord, I promise if you do this, I'm going to do this. You see what I'm saying? Now take a look right here in verse 7. Talk is cheap like daydreams and other useless activities. Fear God instead. So, yes, it is wrong to go ahead running around making promises, empty promises to the Lord. Approach him with care. Now take a look here in verse 8. The fertility of wealth. Don't be surprised if you see a poor person, okay, being oppressed by the powerful and if justice is being miscarried throughout the land. For every official is under orders from higher up and matters of justice get lost in red tape and bureaucracy. Even the king milks the land for his own profit. Okay, so worrying about what is going on 
in 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 the land um worrying about politics and things like that take a look right here don't be surprised okay so um you shouldn't be surprised by all these things that are happening around us right now wars and rumors of wars all of these things that are happening the lord has tried to tell us the lord has tried to show us in his word that we should be prepared not to be surprised take a look in verse 10 those who love money will never have enough do you see that do you see that so don't go and put your faith in money don't go and swim in in wealth and money that is not your life your life is in christ Jesus. Now take a look right here. It says, how meaningless to think that wealth brings true happiness. The more you have, the more people come to help you spend it. Amen. Now that's wisdom. That's wisdom speaking right here. The book of Ecclesiastes is filled with, with wisdom. Take a look right here. So what good is wealth? Except perhaps to watch it slip through your fingers. Mm, right? People who work hard sleep well, whether they eat little or much, but the rich seldom get a good night's sleep. Right? They seldom get a good night's sleep. And why is that? Why? They're always worried about their money. Take a look right here uh, in verse 13. There is another serious problem. I have seen under the sun, hoarding riches harms the saver. Mm. Hoarding it. So you're hoarding it. You're, you're burying it. You're, you don't want to help people with it. You don't want to use it for the good of the community. You want to use it for the good of yourself, which turns out to be the uh, for the bad. Take a look right here in verse, um, let me see, verse 14. Money is put into risky investments that turn sour. And everything is lost. And in the end, there is nothing left to pass on to one's children. We all come to the end of our lives as naked and as empty-handed as on the day we were born. Hmm. Can't take our riches with us. So, you know, you hear that old saying, I can't, you know, you ain't going to take it with you. It's in the Bible. That is a biblical statement. That is a biblical statement. Okay, you cannot take your riches with us. It's right here in verse 15 of the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 5. It shows you right there. You will leave this world as naked and as empty handed as the day you were born. So why are you holding on? Why is our identities what we have in our bank account? The Lord provides for us. Whether it's $10 or $10,000, the Lord provides for us and we don't give him the faith that we should. We are always trying to uh, put our bank accounts at a certain number ourselves. But he is in control of our finances. He is in control of our problems. He is in control of our lives. Whether we get blessings or curses, that's the Lord's decision. Our obedience or disobedience. That's the Lord's decision. We have to live with it. Are we going to be obedient to the Lord? Then you're going to see blessings in your life. Are you going to be disobedient to the Lord's word? Then you're going to see curses in your life. Take a look at here. But money doesn't solve. Money can't break a curse. And to be honest with you, money can't bring you a blessing. Unless you use it for the will of God. 
Now look right here in verse 16. And this, too, is a very serious problem. People leave this world no better off than when they came. All their hard work is for nothing, like working for the wind. Throughout their lives, they live under a cloud, frustrated, discouraged, and angry. And most people do. 95% of people that do not have God live very frustrated, angry, and discouraged. Why? Because they don't have any peace. They don't have peace. They have anger. Look, in verse 18, Even so, I have noticed one thing, at least that is good of, of through all of this. It is good for people to eat, drink, and enjoy the work under the sun doing the short life God has given them and to accept their lot in life. It is a good thing to receive wealth from God and the good health to enjoy it, to enjoy your work and accept your lot in life. This is indeed a gift from God. God keeps such people so busy enjoying life that they take no time to brood over the past. Now look at that for a minute. How many people are actually happy in the life that they have right now? Not very many. We're always searching for something more. We're always searching for more, more, more. I can be better, better, better. But when are you going to accept who you are in the now? When are you going to accept who God has created you to be in the now, right now, so you can enjoy who you are now, so you can enjoy your career that you have now? But it's always more and more and more and more for some people. Do you see that? But nobody is really happy with just who they are and what they have and what God has given them in the now. And I'll admit, you know, I'm guilty of that myself. I am always trying to be better, 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 better. And you know what? You're missing out. I got to stop and slow down and smell the roses once in a while. You know, I got to slow down a little bit and enjoy the life that God has given me right now. Because I'm what? I'm always thinking about the future. No wonder God calls out a sin. Tomorrow isn't promised. Why? Because he doesn't want you worrying about uh, tomorrow, next week, next year, next month. He doesn't want you worrying about that. He wants you worrying about today. Why? Because today has its own problems and its own blessings. Think about who you are right now. And look what it says right here. Enjoy your work and accept your lot in life. For this is indeed a gift from God. Amen. And if he blesses you with wealth and blesses you with health, then that is a blessing from the Lord, and you should thank him for it. Now, this is a short episode today. I wanted to go ahead and share this with you. I hope that this touches your heart. I hope that you that you see that you are wonderfully and beautifully made. You are made in the image of the Most High God. And if you are following him and having faith in him and believing in him that he is Lord, that he is the most high, 
that he saved you when he sent his son to die on the cross? Put your faith in Jesus? That you asked the Lord to give you his Holy Spirit? That you got water baptized in the name of Jesus? That you will be saved? Enjoy your life. Still have it. Pray a blessing over each and every one of you that is listening to this podcast. Father God, bless these people in Jesus' name. Father God, protect them in the name of Jesus and protect their families. Until the next episode, this is MC Exodus.